I'm so excited to be sharing today's podcast with y'all. Today, I have an amazing guest. She's one of my closest friends and the host of the Godly Girls podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Maddie. I am so excited to be on here. Thank you, Avery, so much for letting me join your podcast. Of course. Um, I love podcast. Um, it, what the crazy thing is that we both started our podcast at the exact same time, which is kind of funny, actually. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'm just super excited to be on here because this is pretty stoking. That's not a word, but let's make it a word. Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> so before we be- begin today's podcast, we have some super exciting news to be sharing Maddie is going to be co-authoring on my blog, Thankful for the Mercy, which will be in the description. Whoop, whoop. I'm so excited about that, too. That is super exciting. Um, I know I don't sound like I have good grammar um, when I speak, but I promise when I write, I have way better grammar. She has way better <laughs> grammar than me. Said. Oh, well, um, well, that's because I use Grammarly. Shh, don't tell anyone my secret. But um, I'm super excited to be writing because I've already written a couple blogs. I don't know, maybe two, three. I think I it's about remember. three. Yeah, okay. So three, and I'm excited to be writing way more. Um, yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to getting all these topics and um, really learning from myself, actually, because as much as uh, people might learn from it, I probably learn way more when I write it than anybody else reading it I know right like I feel that way all the time when I post my podcast or I write my blog like to me it just like I learn as I'm writing it like I learn like while I'm writing it like I feel like that's just God telling you this is what you're supposed to be learning so write about what you're supposed to be learning if that makes any sense yeah um I always pray before and after I write because I always feel like I don't want to write what I want to write because when I write something that I want to write, it doesn't make any sense and it always turns out to be bad and I don't have any more ideas and I get stuck. But then when I pray before I write and then I just really dive into God's word and then I be like, hey, God, um, I need you to show me what you want me to to do here. And he shows me and he like gives me the words and he tells me what I'm supposed to write. So, yeah, it's not me writing it. It's God. So then. It's really like he's writing it for me and then I'm just sharing what God told me with everyone else, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. I get that a lot. So, again, like I said, the blog, the main website for the blog, not like one specific blog, will be linked in the description down below. Maddie, before we're going to get started, I'm just going to ask you a few questions. What is your favorite book of the Bible? My favorite book in the Bible. Um, so there's a lot of good ones out there. I really like the ones that are really um, convicting, you know, the ones that make you think and the ones that make you take a step back and are like, oh, well, I'm doing that wrong. So I really like um, First Peter. Um, I like Proverbs, even though that one is kind of um, a more chill book, but I learn a lot from it. Yeah, um, and then Ecclesiastes, and I really like the book Luke. I don't really have a favorite, but those are probably my um three or I said four. I don't know um <laughs> books of the Bible that are my favorite. Yeah, First Peter is absolutely amazing. First Peter has definitely spoken to me a lot. 
That's the one that I finished before I started the one the book that I'm now reading. I also love Titus. If you haven't read it, I recommend you go read it. It's so amazing. It's three chapters. It's super short, but it's so good. That's literally my favorite book of the Bible. Anyway. <laughs> yes. What book of the Bible are you reading or what are you doing as your devotion right now? Um, so I'm doing a couple things right now. Right now I'm I'm reading through the New Testament because um even though I act like I've been really into my word or into the word for a really long time, I really haven't. So I'm still reading through the New Testament and I'm in Acts right now. I think tonight I'll be on chapter eight and nine. And then I'm also reading, rereading Proverbs, and I'll also be on 8 and 9. But I'm also doing this book, um, this devotional that my youth pastor actually gave me and uh, a little while ago and told me that it would be so good to read. But I never really started reading it until, like, quarantine started. And it's called New Morning Mercies, a Daily Gospel Devotional by Paul David Tripp. And I highly recommend it. Um, I read one every morning. They are so good, and I promise you, you will realize what you have been doing wrong very quickly but it is it there it's so good I love it it sounds really good Maddie I think it's really funny that you just said you're reading Acts because my devotion this morning was Acts 10 because I'm also reading through the book of Acts oh my goodness really that's yeah. so crazy <laughs> that's so funny yep and I'm reading <laughs> Live by Sadie Robertson right now because somehow it became I don't know if we bought it or what, but somehow it ended up on my phone. So I'm reading it. That's awesome. It sounds like such a good book. Um, that is definitely on my list of books to read. I'm reading um three books that are not like devotionals. They're more of just to read, you know, to grow in your faith. Yeah. They're all about um like godly dating, godly marriage, how to wait, how to be pure. Um, I'm going to tell you the three books that what they're called. So the first one is called Praying for Your Future Husband, Preparing Your Heart for His, because, you know, we all are waiting for our future husband, and yep. I really want to meet mine. Definitely, so, if you haven't, how to- do a journal. I know you do, but, like, for anyone listening, like, write letters to your future yeah. husband. Pray for him. Yes. Like, honestly, it makes you feel closer, even though you might not know them yet. Yes, I write him letters, too. So I pray for him every night, and then... I also have this special journal just for him that I'm going to give to him on our wedding day. And I write him like letters. And then in there, I write special prayers, even though I already pray for him in like yeah. my normal going through the Bible in mine, journaling. I have like one of those tiny little five-star notebooks. So I write the prayers on note cards and then just write the letters on normal notebook paper. And like, I just, that's so cute. I just write whatever I feel. Like, I don't know why, like, there's this song that I listen to. It's called Prayed For You. I cannot think of who sings it. It's like a country song, but it talks about how, like, every night this dude prayed for his future wife. And I don't know. I really love that song. It's like. I listened to that this morning. I literally. I'm not even joking. That is such a good song. I love that song. It's called Prayed For You. And I literally, I was listening to that song last night while I got ready for bed. And then I'm like, I don't write often letters, but I try to write letters every once in a while. So I started writing a letter and I told him like all the names that I love for future kids. And I'm like, you know what? 
they can go ahead and be in his head because some of them I'm grounded in, like, it's not going to change. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yes, that is the I'll let you share there. the rest <laughs> of the book titles. I interrupted you. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Um, so the second book um, is actually not about future husbands, surprisingly, but it's called The Identity of Purity, A Teenage Girl to Sexual Purity. And, okay, I'm going to straight out tell you I've never held a guy's hand. I've never kissed anyone. I've never done anything with a guy. I've never even had a boyfriend. So if you're thinking I'm reading this book because, like, I need a check, it's not true. <laughs> just I'm just going to put that out there. Um, but um, I'm reading this book to just, I, I guess, give my mind a refresher not that I would do anything just you know it's just it's good a reminder it also talks about like how to be modest and like your clothing and the way you talk and I don't know it's just a good reminder rule number one modest is hottest uh yes definitely I always have to wear a t-shirt over my bathing suit yeah (laughs) and like uh, yeah yeah that is camp for you but camp is awesome so good i love camp. <laughs> and yes um and then my third book is called when god writes your love story I, I read the expanded edition it's called the ultimate guide to guy girl relationships and oh my goodness it is so good this is my favorite out of all three it is um it's by eric and leslie Ludy. it's um they're a married couple now and they've written a, a book about all their experiences and then they tell you like what they did good and what they did horribly and how they messed up. And um, but like it's really good because they do they include so many Bible verses. So it's not like a, just a regular story. It's like a guidance, but through what they've That's learned. That's so cool. So it's it's so good. It gives you, uh, it gives you so it gives me sight, and it's really um, it's really helped me look forward to, um, <laughs> meeting my future husband. They all sound amazing. I'm still reading Be Loved by Emma Mae Jenkins. It's super good. I have not finished it because I'm reading through it slowly. Like, I take the Bible verses from it and put them on my Bible verse wall and stuff. So it's a process to read through it. So I'm still reading through that one. And I'm still reading through that prayer circle book you and our other friend Ainsley introduced to me. Because I'm... Oh, yes. I have not finished that. If you are ever looking for a book, yeah, if you're ever looking for a book to, like, show you how to pray and what you should be praying for and what can become of your prayer, that is definitely a book to read. There's a lot of information in it, and it can be a little overwhelming at times, but take it slow. Read, like, one section a day It's or called something. The it's, Circle it's so Maker, good. Praying Circles Around Your Biggest Dreams and Greatest Fears by Mark Batters. Yes, I highly recommend it. It taught me so much about prayer that I did not already know. I know, know right? Even though I consider myself a pretty advanced Christian, I can I consider myself a pretty, like, I consider myself a very stable Christian. Yeah. And, like, I know I'm grounded in my faith and things. But there's still a lot that I do not know because I'm still really yeah. young. Um, but that taught me Same. so much. Like, it's taught me so much. And I'm still in, like... Th- like within the first 10 chapters like I'm really not that far what has taught me so much it's taught me like different ways to pray and I am a person where prayer like I hate praying in front of people like it's just not my strong suit I don't like doing it but it's taught me to how I should be praying and it's helped me to expand on my prayers and makes me want to strive to try to pray with others not just when I'm alone 
Yeah, that's that's so amazing. It's really important, um, I think, to pray with people. And it's definitely difficult. I'm not going to say it's easy yeah. because I hate praying in front of like, big groups of people. Um, but over time, I've become more and more comfortable praying in front of people. But it's definitely a process. Uh, it's not easy, that's for sure. Yeah. So now, we're. is there anything else you want to say before we get started with today's podcast? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> whenever I have a guest on my podcast, I'm going to ask them two questions after I ask if you get to know you questions. Depending on the person, all the questions will be different. Like, me and Maddie talked about books we're reading and books of the Bible and things like that because I know she's a Christian. But sometimes I'll have guests on here who aren't Christian or not super new, like, are super new Christians or aren't super strong in their faith. And I'm not going to be pushy and ask them those same questions, so they might be different questions. But there will be two questions that are prominent that will always be the same, and that's what we're about to talk about. Maddie, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So question number one, if you could have a billboard with anything on it and that says anything, what would it say? What would it be and why? Okay, so one thing that everyone, every one of my friends knows about me is that I'm a huge Disney fan. So if I was to have a billboard, I would have me in the middle with all like the Disney princesses, Mickey Mouse, um, all the cartoon characters. Uh, maybe even some high school musical characters because I love that movie and I would be an ambassador for Disney and we would all be having a dance party and yes I know that's super childish but that would be that'd be so cute especially if there's like a billboard while driving down to Disney World or something like that I don't know that'd just be really cool okay so I know you love Disney, and we talk about your love for Disney a lot, but uh, yes, <laughs> where does your love for Disney come from? Like, like, I've talked about it with you. I know you love Disney, but like, I've never asked why you love Disney so much, and it's something I'm curious about. Um, yeah, that's actually a question I've never been asked before, um, but if I was to give you an answer, I'd probably say, um... When I grew up, I watched a lot of Disney movies, but then I kind of went this phase where I was like trying to act way more grown up than I was. So like I, I think we all go through everything. that phase. Yes, Sorry, like everyone when they you. get like ten through twelve, they try to act like way older than we are. So yeah, like oh, I'm not a kid anymore. I don't need Disney. I don't need my Barbies. I don't need princesses or all this stuff. Yeah. So I kind I finally came to the conclusion that like life is so much more fun when you don't take things seriously and when you kind of act like a little kid sometimes not all the time honest obviously but um yeah it's, it's good to like let loose and just do something and I don't really like watching super like serious movies with like there's killing and all this stuff I don't like that or horror movies or anything like that so I really like Disney movies because they're really pure they're funny you can get a laugh out of them I mean they're just all yeah. around amazing so like I know you, and I'm saying this in the nicest way possible. Like, it's probably going to sound mean, but I don't know of another way to phrase it. I mean it in the nicest way possible. So don't get offended. But you're one of the funniest, nicest, kind of childish, but childish in a good way. Like, you're still happy and fun and childish in the, I don't take everything serious. 
like jokes are funny. Like I like toys. I like sports. I like running kind of childish. And like, that's who you are. But at the same time, you're serious when you need to be. And it's just, I think that's part of your personality. Yeah, I definitely think uh, one of my biggest things in life is I don't want to take everything too seriously. Because I have gone through life taking everything too seriously and life just gets absolutely miserable. Yeah. So when you don't think take things too seriously, you be silly, you be goofy, you be fun, you just do stupid things sometimes. Sometimes it's good to just let loose and not care. And I think that is just really honestly who I am. Yeah, I can definitely be serious. Like at school, I can definitely like tone down and be super serious. And But I can also like flip the switch and be super silly and just yeah kind of very childish yeah I definitely know like what I can tell especially in our friend group like depending on if we're in the library studying or just talking or we're at lunch just talking versus studying we act different but like we're still being our true selves like we act in a way that we're serious when we're studying but when we're just talking we're playing we mess with each other and stuff yeah I think everyone has a switch in them it's just um like what is your switch so I think everyone has like a serious side but then everyone's like when they switch over to their other side it's like who they truly are so like I'm truly childish so my switch is kind of just um a silly goofy kind of let loose kind of chill girl yeah but others might be a little like I don't really know, but just different, you know? What What's my switch? What do you think my switch is? Because um, you know very me. creative, like super creative. Like, I mean, you write, um, you yeah. do art, um, you sing, you like music. So you're like super creative. So like your switch is like creativity, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I also, like, for me in my head, like, you don't normally see this side because you're not around me as much when I'm around these but, like, when I'm around little kids and babies, I get, like, the childish and I'm going to play and going to read books and, like, tickle and kind of things. Like, for me, that's definitely a switch because, like, little kids make me happy. I like talking to little kids or holding little kids. Like, uh, I think that's another one of my switches. But creativity is probably a big one, too. Yeah, I think we both have a little kid switch. I mean, honestly, kids are my life. Yeah. I'm so sad this year because my I don't get to do my job because the rec closed down because of coronavirus. But um, I normally work at the rec and I work with four to six year olds all summer and it is the best job I have ever done and it's so fun. And that sounds I really love like little kids. That sounds like so much freaking fun. Yeah. Yes. I don't really do a lot during the summer. I don't. But like this year, we might have it. I don't know if we're having it. But, like, once you're high school youth at my church, you can help with VBS. And I was so looking forward to that because then I can help teach one of the little kid classes. But now I don't even know if we're having it, which kind of makes me sad. I know my church, we found out yesterday during youth, our church camp got canceled. Made me kind of sad because, like, the people who run the camp are relatives to a member of my church. So, like, we kind of know them. Like, they sometimes visit our church and stuff. So, like, I know them outside of camp. And, like, I'm friends with one of the leader's kids and stuff. And they have this little toddler. He's, like, two. And he's he literally, he attached to me while we were there. And he's just so cute. Aww. That's so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm really upset that my church camp also got canceled. I found out uh, maybe a month or so ago. 
And I'm really upset about it because church camp is literally the highlight of my year. Um, I know, right? Okay. I'm just, I'll wait till next year. But um, yeah. also, my VBS got canceled. My VBS is online, though, like my church's VBS. And I've helped for VBS for like maybe three years now. And I normally do the three year olds. And I was going to do the three year olds again yeah. this year, but it got online. So now I'm. I'm not old enough to run it online because I'm I'm not that sophisticated and all that stuff. So yeah, I won't be able to help out this year. But hopefully next year, when everything or hopefully everything will be back to normal next year. Yeah, and then we can go to church camp and help with BBS and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, my youth pastor is trying to find plans for something for us to do, like maybe some sort of retreat or something. He didn't tell us what it was. He just said he was working on backup plans because camp got canceled. So we still have our verses we need to memorize and things, but. Oh, that'd be so fun, though. Yeah. Like, we have to memorize verses because if we, like, meet certain criteria, we get half off. And one of those criteria is verses. So we have three verses that I have to memorize. Oh, really? Uh, That's so cool. I've actually never really gotten into memorizing verses, um, but I'm, like, trying to because it's really good to have scripture in your head. It's just really hard for me to get it in my head. So the fact that your um, youth pastor makes you memorize it, that's really good. That's cool. Yeah. Another thing that's helped me is my memory verse wall. I made note cards. I stuck them to my wall. So whenever I'm at my desk, I see them. And so that's really helped. Like, I don't know most of them by head, but, like, I know pieces. <clears throat> yeah, that's really good. Even if you know the general idea. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, that's hey. awesome. Are you ready for the second question? Yes, ma'am, I am. Okay, so the second question that I will be asking anyone who is a guest, these are so the first question, the billboard question will be one that is the same with every guest, and so will this question. So the final question is what is the most important thing you've learned in your life? Oh, this one is easy peasy peasy. Um my the biggest thing I've learned most important thing I've learned, the thing that has influenced me the most, would be that what people say does not matter. And I know that's really basic, and everyone says that, but no matter how many times people have told me that, I didn't really believe it. And I finally, um, over like the past couple of years, finally realized that what people say, what people think, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So that is my biggest thing that I've learned, and it is the biggest piece of advice I can ever give anyone. <laughs> Don't, yeah. like, don't listen to what people say. I mean, if it's encouraging, definitely listen. And yeah. if it's, like, constructive criticism, definitely listen. But, like, if they're just being rude or yeah, just shouting opinions at you, just just brush it off, girl. Sis, you're, ba- you're better than that. Way better. Yep. <laughs> I get that. I, like, for me, I struggle with that. Like, what people say affects me so much. Probably because I, like, never built up a tolerance to it when I was younger. And that's when most of the stuff got to me. Like, it doesn't get to me now. But, like, it's still in the back of my mind. Like, I still care in the back of my mind. So, like, I'm slowly getting over that. But, like, I totally get that. What people say shouldn't and doesn't matter. Because we are defined by God. We're defined by what he says. So. Amen. Yes. Honestly, um. I don't remember what verse it is. See, this is where memorizing a verse would become really handy. Um, but it's it's ta- it talks about like how our how our identity should be found in Christ. And I actually went to a metamorphosis one year, which is just like our weekend retreat my church does with a bunch of other churches. 
And the theme of the weekend was uh, finding your identity in Christ and like not caring about what other people say and stuff. So that happened a couple of years ago and that like really influenced me and like gave me all these verses to like back up the idea that, you know what, my identity isn't found in what people say of me. Um, I never really like found my identity in like physical things, um, but I definitely did find my identity in what people said about me and like how they saw me. But then I had to realize that, you know what, the only person that actually cares and actually matters is God. So no matter how anyone else sees me, if God sees me as a God-loving little girl, then you know what, I have done my job correctly. Yeah, I agree. We like what people see us as doesn't matter, but the way God sees us matters. If he sees us as a God-loving child of him, he sees us as his child. He sees that we share his word. We try to make an impact on others. I think that's what really matters. So Agreed. Definitely agreed. <laughs> so is there anything else you would like to talk about on today's podcast? Um, I don't really. Um, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Any questions for me? Um. Uh, actually, yes. I have one oh. question. I don't know okay. if you've already told um, some of your podcasts, uh, but I do have a question. What's your favorite Bible verse? My favorite Bible verse? I was literally going to ask you that if you didn't have any questions for me. That's so funny. My favorite uh, Bible verse funny. is John sixteen thirty three. I don't have it memorized, so I'll have to pull it up. Give me just a second. <laughs> okay no it's fine I definitely understand because I have memorized very little verses I it's one of my favorites also one of my verses for church camp is another one of my favorites I'll say that one next so John sixteen thirty three is I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace you will have suffering in this world be courageous I have conquered the world because I just love that verse because it reminds you that in everything like you should be peaceful like you shouldn't have be stressed you shouldn't be worried like you should have peace and that there will be suffering in the world suffering is going to happen no matter who you are or where you're at in your life it's gonna happen but we need it's okay that it's gonna happen because we should be strong and be courageous and just be there because god conquered the world when his son tore the veil when he rose and he died if that makes any sense yeah that is that's such a good verse i love that one that's really good <laughs> and then the other one is hebrews eleven sixteen. but as it is they desire a better country that is a heavenly one therefore god is not ashamed to be called their god for he has prepared for them a city i just love that one because it's sitting there saying god is not ashamed of you you shouldn't be ashamed of him either like you shouldn't be ashamed to be called his child because he is not ashamed of you Amen. <laughs> That's a really good one. I, I really like that one. Yeah. So what's uh, your favorite Bible verse? So I have a couple, actually. Um, but I'm just going to share um, three. And then I have, like, a whole, like, chapter of the Bible that I really like. So my first verse is Jeremiah 29, 11, And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you hope in a future yeah because i am one to stress about my future 
and I always worry about it and I'm always worrying that I'm not going to get where I need to be or I'm always going to let myself or others down and yeah that God has a plan for me that's just going to destroy me which is so silly of a thought but that verse is just really a reminder that you know what God has a plan and there's no need for me to worry about what's going to happen because God already planned it out yep I agree. I love that verse. It's not one of my top favorites, but it's definitely one that's up there in the ones I like. Yeah. What are your other ones? Um, so my second favorite verse is a really, really common verse, but it's Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed in strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. Again, the whole fear of the future thing really, really sticks with me. Um, and then ecclesiastes 7 1 through 14 that's just like a section it's called wisdom for life and it's really encouraging to me um okay ecclesiastes is not a book i would recommend for like really new christians because it's very um harsh (laughs) i i don't know how else to explain it but um i don't know that that chapter is really just it just really convicted me again the book is really harsh and it can be kind of like oh my goodness that's kind of mean but it's really convicting yeah and then the very last one is romans 8 so like the whole it's called like the different sections here i'll read you the different section it's called life in the spirit the future glory nothing can separate us from god's love that's just a like a chapter or yeah chapter about just how much god loves us and what he's going to do in the future. <laughs> you can see yeah. a pattern here. <laughs> I really worry about the future. So that's like a really good verses. When you were talking about like the whole thing with convicting and things like that, there's this thing. I didn't know it was a Bible story at all, but it was like my youth pastor's background. And like we play games whenever we meet for youth through Zoom to make it fun because we can't be in person. And so it was like guess the bible story from the emojis and it was about apparently this prophet i think i think it was ezekiel or isaiah like set a bear on these kids for disrespecting their elders and it literally killed the kids and i'm like that's a bible story like i had no idea this existed it's in like second king somewhere but i'm like oh my goodness i've never heard of that bible story and to me i'm like well, that's one way to frighten kids into respecting their elders. Uh, yes. I definitely, um, that's definitely, like, those are the kind of Bible stories that, like, throw people off from Christianity because they're like, this is what Christians stand for. But it's I think not a lot of people. For. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people just have to realize that um, that was a display of God's grace. And as, like, seriously hard that is to think about it really was a display of god's grace and how much he loves us and it's really hard to like explain and stuff but that's really what that bible story was showing and i actually didn't know that one existed either i didn't know yesterday and i don't know why when you were talking it made that pop in my head so i thought i would say something not i do know that like first and second kings have some like kind of violent stuff going on but because is that's when like not i can't think of his name was like chasing david and trying to like kill him because he was supposed to be the next king like yeah that's pretty deep but there's like that was part of god's plan like yeah there's a lot of things in the bible that may seem cruel and 
unjustified, but there's always a justification. So, if, like, there's any, like, Bible verse or, like, story from the Bible, and you're just like, this cannot be true. This is not right. Like, um, uh, put a comment or something, and we'll help explain it, because there's always a reason for everything. There are some stories that are figurative. There are some that aren't figurative. Like, what I just read my devotion this morning was figurative. I'm not going to say anything because I'll let Maddie figure out that on her own. But (laughs) maybe I'll expand on it another day. But there's parts of the Bible that are figurative and parts that aren't. And Maddie, you said you had a whole chapter you loved. Like I said earlier, Titus is my favorite book of the Bible. But Titus 2 is definitely my favorite chapter because it just tells you how you should be living as a Christian. And it's pretty, it's just really amazing. Yeah, I definitely, I haven't read that um, book yet, but I'm definitely uh, going to read that one. I'm still working my way through the Bible, so I haven't read yeah. every book in the Bible. I've I haven't either. from every book, but. I definitely haven't read it all either. Like, my Bible has this little thing, what the Bible says about these. So, like. I probably see come off as like a really strong Christian, but I really like I'm not. I really just started growing in my faith in January. Like I was reading through those as my devotions and then I decided to start reading chapters and I started with Proverbs. Like that was when I first started with reading through chapters and Proverbs was that and then it was Titus. And then it was first Peter, and now it's Acts. So, like, I'm still growing. I'm not as strong as I seem, but I think you grow in your faith the more you're in your word, the word, and the more you get to know God through reading His word and praying to Him. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm super, super new to the whole Christianity thing. I've definitely been a strong Christian even before I was in the word, which is kind of weird because you definitely get a, a stronger through the word that's why I'm probably so strong as I am right now because I'm in the word every single day and I read a lot and I do devotionals and stuff but um I'm definitely like not super advanced in my faith exactly I I don't think there's anyone our age who is though to be honest we don't have that many years so (laughs) for those of you who don't know Maddie is soon to be 15 and I am 15 like we're teenagers we're like most people our age aren't even as strong as we are like but like I'm not saying we're better than other teenagers who are believers at all but like we are kind of stronger but like most people our age aren't well knowledge we're not well knowledge we will never claim to be as well knowledge as like a preacher like we will never claim to be that because right now we're not maybe one day we will be but right now we're not yeah I think that's um, something a lot of people need to learn because they, like, go to the Bible and they're like, okay, I'm going to learn everything in one day. That is definitely not how it works. Um, no. In order to read it's the Bible, a process. you can't, like, you have to, you can't read a whole book in one day. I mean, you could, but you would not get as much out of it. Like, you definitely wouldn't. Like, you need to, like, read a chapter a day. Or if you can't start there, like, start with a verse a day, you know? Like, break it down and then, like, I know what really helps me is I summarize it so I can get the most out of it. But, like, you can't just read the whole Bible in one day. No. Because you there's so much the Bible has to offer, and there's so much, like, as you, as you were saying earlier, Avery, like, figurative things that are kind of confusing at times. Yeah. That we need to, like, research and figure out and, like, use a study Bible or use a, 
um, a Bible plan or something like that. <laughs> what I use, like, before I start reading a chapter, I mean a book, so, like, before I started reading Acts or before I started reading First Peter or Titus, I go to the Bible Project on YouTube and watch, like, their overview videos and take notes because that kind of gives you a history and a timeline and just, like, an overview of the whole book. And for me, that helps me understand it more. So Yeah, I definitely think that's a good idea. Yeah, definitely educate yourself if you're going to read the Bible. Definitely, um, I, you can read the Bible without, like, any prior knowledge. Definitely. I mean, that's how you start, but, like, the new, the Old Testament can be really hard to read without prior knowledge because it's really just a big history book. Of course, there's, like, so much you get out of history, but it can be really confusing if you don't know who people are and you don't know, like, what they were doing and why they were doing these things. So, it's, like, very good to, it's never a bad thing to look Look for for a Bible plan or look for, um, like, online they have explanations of every single part of the Bible. Um, yeah. You can go to, like, a study Bible. That's what I go to. I have – my mom has this big, giant study Bible that I kind of stole. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I use that whenever uh, I don't understand something. So, But, like, definitely don't be afraid. I know I was always afraid to go and look things up for some silly reason because I thought I'd get less out of it or I wasn't being as strong Yeah. whatever. But definitely, definitely Sometimes, look. Sometimes, like, <laughs> when I would look things up in the beginning of my journey, getting, like, to know, like – reading the word and getting to know the bible i felt like i was cheating if i would look at like pictures of notes i found in pinterest or things yeah but it's <laughs> not cheating it's helping you grow by learning from what others learned about like yes 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 i can completely relate yeah sometimes yeah. i still find it hard to go look at someone else's notes but what you have to realize is that there's so much to get out of the bible you're not going to be able to get everything out of it by yourself. Yeah. There's no that way. That is you're going to so need... true. Yeah, you're going to need so many other people's, like, opinions. Like, if you go to church, listen to your pastor. If you um, go to, like, online study things, y- use those resources. I mean, it's never, never um, a bad thing to learn from other people and what they learn. Because there's so many interpretations of so many different stories. Like, I have probably read like a ton of the stories um that people talk about but there has i'm sure there's much more to it that i did not understand um without me like listening to someone else and what they got and what they learned from it and like maddie said earlier if you ever have questions or anything please don't hesitate to reach out to us because if we can't answer you we will go ask somebody who we know can and then get back to you because we'll try to help you in the best way possible i will have the instagram that i use that is a public instagram for communication to other people and maddie do you want me to link yours or just like share that stuff with you since you'll be helping with the blog so I'm obviously gonna go ahead and share that information with you anyway yeah I mean you can you can like my Instagram I don't have any problem um I am a private account though so I will accept you if you're like an actual person but if you're a spam account I won't um but I post pictures of myself on there that's this is the only reason it's just like a privacy thing I don't want everyone in the world to know what I look like (laughs) know just like exactly that's why my blog instagram is separate from my personal instagram yeah i definitely agree yeah i'll be um posting on that one the private 
the, the, the not the private one, the um, public one. Yeah. To so, get out there. Yeah. Natty, I have one final question before we go. Okay. What is your favorite color? Like, that sounds like a stupid question. I think I know the answer, but... Uh, Okay, <laughs> here we go. Okay, again, this is where my childness comes in. I literally love every single color in the rainbow. But if I had to choose, my two favorite colors would be orange and blue. But then I also like purple and green and red and yellow. So, I mean, that's pretty much the whole rainbow, but <laughs> that... I thought it was orange, but I wasn't positive. Like, I knew it was orange or blue, but yeah. now I know it's both. Yeah, or My favorite color... Is My a favorite, color but... I used to literally hate. So I am not a pink person. I do not like the color pink. But everyone classifies this color under pink. In my head, it is not pink. It is a separate color. It's peach or blush. Like, those are my two favorite colors. Like, if it's an orangey or a pink peach, it's still peach, Ooh. not pink or orange. If it's blush, it's, like, kind of an orangey. Like, it's a darker peach in my head. Don't know if that makes sense. It's like yeah. just something. Yes, I, I like those colors too. I'm definitely not a pink person. I don't know why I'm not a pink person. I think at just a young age, I had like such a big thing against pink that it. I still have a big thing against pink. I don't even know why. I mean, it's a pretty color, <laughs> but um, those colors are really pretty. I don't. I don't like hot pink, but I yeah, like the blush. I and, like, I don't like super Ooh, bright pinks or stuff. Like I like peach pinks or like blush pinks. Like those are okay. Like any shade of pink is okay. Yes. Like we're not hating you if your favorite color is vibrant <laughs> hot pink or castell pale pink. Like no, any color can be your favorite color. But like these are just our preferences. If you've made it this far in the podcast, please put yeah. your favorite color. <laughs> our podcast. I know. Like, this is, is the longest podcast I've ever had. But I think it's been a pretty good podcast, and I feel like most people's podcasts are this long. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Maddie, yeah. that's it for today's podcast. Thank y'all for listening if you have made it this far. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me. It was a pleasure to have you on here. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I know, right? <laughs> and all of you... Thank you for listening and keeping you. Ladies, you are beautiful and you are loved. And bye for now. Again, my website will be linked in the description. Both of our Instagrams will be there. And that's all I know what to say. Maddie, do you want to say any parting words? Um, if you want to, you can go check out my podcast. It's called Godly Girls. You don't have to. This is not like a publicity thing. I'll definitely put but, it in um, the description, I also post encouragements too. out there. Yeah. So if you're looking for more um, encouragement along with Avery's, because I do just like the same thing. <laughs> um, but um, if you want that, you can go ahead and listen to my podcast. But um, Avery is such an amazing person and like definitely continue listening to her podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, again, thank you all for listening. Maddie, thank you for joining. Bye!